Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Here we are again, 10-minute Tuesday, unnecessary suffering. It's a theme I've been focusing on for the last few weeks. Well, I mean, it's a theme I've been focusing on forever. It, it sums up almost everything about the insecurity project. Life is suffering. You, you, know, you are going to suffer in life. You, the sooner you come to terms with that, the better it is for you. Uh, the aim of the game then is not to find the path that has no suffering, as though that even existed, but to choose the path that has meaningful suffering and to avoid the path that has unnecessary suffering. People suffer greatly all the time in ways that they don't need to be suffering. They suffer because they are dealing with problems that they haven't actually understood and therefore have never really solved. But they're all solvable problems. They're problems that are understandable. That is insecurity. It is a predictable problem with a predictable solution. It shows up in all kinds of ways that are very damaging in our life. One of those ways is work. And today, talking about unnecessary suffering in work. Obviously, that is another level of high, that's another example of high level suffering. People suffer in their jobs so often. Uh, it's, it's, you know, you'd have to be a very rare individual if you haven't, if you don't have some kind of conversation today with someone in your world uh, and, and there's no mention of pain around work. Work's hard, work sucks, work's difficult, work's this, uh, this evil thing that happens that people wish didn't have to happen, but you've got you to earn money somehow. So, um, But let, let's examine this idea of unnecessary suffering when it comes to work, because eventually your job is supposed to suck. There's nothing truer. Now, eventually it's supposed to suck. That's not to say it's going to suck from, the, suck from the start. Hopefully it doesn't suck from the start. Hopefully it's excellent at the start. Hopefully it's really exciting. Hopefully it's evidence of growth and responsibility and you go from being someone who doesn't have a job and is nervous about making ends meet and then you find out that you can do something meaningful and someone gives you a start and you're away and you get paid to do that and you, you enjoy the work, you enjoy the people you're working with, you're learning, you're growing, it's working, you're doing adult work, you're, you're away. So, you know, hopefully that's, that's where it starts or some version of that. Uh, but eventually, if you're still in that same place 15 years later, uh, not even, uh, it will hurt. There's there's nothing sure. There's no other option. But the beautiful thing about all pain is that it's a it's a signal. It's a message. It's a loving and honest voice designed to grab our attention and remind us of what's true. So the fact that your job is hurting and causing suffering, it's supposed to be like that. That's supposed to remind you that this is not where you're supposed to stay. That if it's creating unnecessary suffering it is in fact unnecessary suffering i get people who uh, who seem like they it's surprising that their boss is a dick like it's surprising that he's over promising and under delivering or asking them to do things that weren't agreed on or changing the goalposts or miscommunicating or like people people are often so flabbergasted that their boss can get away with that 
it's like, what do you mean? Of course he can get away with it because it's his thing or her thing. You're serving their vision. So workplace laws aside, you can actually, your boss can, can do whatever he likes as long as you need that job. So, um, you know, complaining is madness. I love Eckhart Tolle's idea about that, that you either accept the situation, change the situation, or leave the situation. All else is madness. So if you can kind of understand the, the role of work and to see where suffering moves from being necessary to unnecessary, then it helps you understand this complaining piece and realize what your exit is. Uh, because th- there is no other option uh, if you stay in a job uh, longer, in the, doing the same thing, you know, longer than 10 or 15 years and probably not even that long. It, 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 it cannot be life-giving anymore. You, you're doing this with your eyes closed. You're not using your intuition. You're not growing anymore. You're not taking responsibility. And the, the, the very fact of serving someone else's agenda is not fun. It's, it's never fun, not as an adult, not to be told what to do, not to be micromanaged. That is not fun, and it's not supposed to be fun. But here's the point, right? Because working a job you hate is unnecessary suffering unnecessary suffering you are not supposed to hate your job so therefore the only reason anyone would stay in a job that they hate is because of insecurity that is the only thing powerful enough to keep a human being in a situation that is destroying them for fear of well hang on but i'm not good enough to do anything else Hang on, if I if I leave this, well, then what if I have no capacity to replace it with something better? What if I, you know, what if I have nothing, or what if I have no one? What if I'm not smart enough, strong enough, good enough, pretty enough to do something better? This is my only option. People have opinions of themselves that are so low that causes them to cling to whatever dysfunctional thing they've got now, for fear of well. Without this, then I have nothing. That insecurity, though, is all based on opinions you've formed about yourself, and all of these opinions you've formed about yourself have been done as a child. So um, it can be solved, right? You know, and I'm saying that work, work is going to involve suffering one way or another. So the aim of the game is not to find this perfect job or this perfect, start this perfect business that you'll never work a day in your life and it'll all be easy. If someone promises you a road that is easy and they're lying to you and there's a trick. Do not trust them. That is not true. And even if it is true, you don't want that road. You do not want the easy path. The aim of the game is to choose between unnecessary suffering and meaningful suffering because changing jobs is hard like you worked a job for 10 or 15 20 years it's the only thing you've done since high school and now you're going to start something new that'll be hard you'll suffer to learn something new to get out of your comfort zone it'll be hard or you want to start your own business you want to um, stick it to the man and go create something of your own cool that'll be hard that'll probably be the hardest thing you've ever done because now you're on your own and no one's making it work for you but at least it's meaningful suffering because it's something you are choosing. It's working towards something that's getting better. You are then responsible. You have control of all the moving parts. It's aligned with what you want. So it's, it's sustainable. It's, it's meaningful. It's, it's useful. It's growing you. It's helping you be the kind of person you want to be in the world. 
So here are three things to help you get out of unnecessary suffering when it comes to work. Uh, First of all, if you are suffering in your job and your work is causing you pain, number one is to realize it is not a work problem. It has nothing to do with work. It, It is a problem that is showing up in your work. The reason why it's showing up there and not your health or, you know, it could be showing up in other places, but the the pain point we're identifying here is the suffering is showing up in your work is that, number two, this is an opinion problem. Solve it here. If If you try and solve it as a work problem, then you'll have this fantasy that all you need is a better boss or a better job. Uh, that's that's not possible. Even the best bosses eventually will become a dick. Not, and not because they're, they're bad people, just because it's their thing. They're going to have their ideas. They're going to do it differently than you. You're going to want to do it differently to them. You're going to see things that they can't. They're going to frustrate you. They're going to annoy you. They're going to ask you to do boring jobs, annoying jobs, difficult jobs, jobs that they don't want to do. And they don't have to do because they're the boss. It's their job. It's their, it's their thing. So there is no perfect boss and perfect job that exists. So if you try and solve it as a work problem, you'll just be going round and round in circles. This is not a work problem. This is an insecurity problem. So number two, solve it as an opinion problem. And you know, thankfully, uh, opinion problems can be solved. I had a, a client email me this week about uh, a work problem and they'd misdiagnosed it and thought it was a work problem and so my my value to them was to help them say hang on what problem are you most looking to solve right now question two are you sure that's actually the problem turns out no it's not a work problem this is an opinion problem and and they said well okay well then what's my next move what do i do and i said well if only there was a proven framework for dealing with opinion problems then this could be changed but unfortunately such a thing doesn't exist tongue in cheek obviously because it does it turns out it does exist it turns out that's been my life's work to make that practice those seven practices around solving opinion problems as explicit and clear as possible you're probably sick of me talking about it i'm i know i'm sick of talking about it i talk about it day in day out day out even when i'm asleep i'm still talking about it but it is the thing that works it's the only thing that works if you want to solve an opinion problem practice these seven things and you say, well, I haven't solved it yet. Well, have you practiced these things properly? No. Well, then get back to it and keep practicing them. Stack the pain. Step into the light. Sorry, sorry, I better do them in order. Step into the light. Take responsibility. Stack the pain. Develop a compelling life vision. Get help from someone who doesn't care. Be the hero and rewrite the story. You practice those seven wholeheartedly. I promise you, you can solve your own opinion of yourself. And if you were to solve your own opinion of yourself and be secure in who you were, then you would not be staying in a job that you hate. I promise you with 100% certainty. Because it makes no sense. If you're a good person, you're okay with that, you're secure in who you are, there's nothing to prove and nothing to defend, then you know there's options. You know that there's a bunch of choices that you haven't yet explored. You know there's other things you could do. You know you have value to bring. You know that... You've been serving someone else's vision, making someone else rich, when in fact it's time for you to bring your vision to bear. It's time for you to make yourself rich. It's time for you to solve unique problems your own way. That's the natural evolution of every adult. You're secure. That's the only thing that could possibly happen. So number one, realize it's not a work problem. Number two, solve it as an opinion problem. Number three, if both roads are hard, if both roads had suffering... Choose meaningful suffering. If you're suffering in your work right now, 
okay, you'll suffer and when you change as well, just know that. The aim is to choose meaningful suffering. Choose a path that is aligned with the person you desire to be. Choose a path that's going to make you proud of yourself. Choose a path that has an opportunity of actually doing good in the world. Choose a path that in 10 years' time you're going to look back and be grateful for rather than regret. Unnecessary suffering can be solved. This is not a work problem. This is an insecurity problem. I hope that's useful. Kat and I are putting the finishing touches on the Unhindered Suffering Tour. We want to talk about this stuff in the room. There's nothing like being in the room. I just ran my first retreat for the year, had people in the room again. Oh, glory. Such an extraordinary experience. So I want to be in the room again and make opportunity for you to be in the room with me. So Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sydney, Canberra, Melbourne, Adelaide. Uh, for the next few months, you'll see dates and venues and opportunities to buy tickets for that coming up shortly on the socials and on my website. Otherwise, we'll leave it there for today and I'll talk to you again soon. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.